Dropbit Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. <laughs> That's the same intro we've it used never. 166 times now. I don't think we did it every time. No, but, probably not. I mean, it's, it's pretty normal, on, isn't it? It's pretty <laughs> normal. So yes, uh, if you got the hint, this is episode 166. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Spoiler. Can you believe it? I know. I, I mean, I mean, no. <laughs> it's not even a prime number. Why even bother? Oh, numbers. <laughs> God, who needs yeah. it? So anyway, um, video games. Yeah, yeah, that um, we're going to talk about today. Yeah. There's, um, so, there's a couple. Yeah, and this will be probably the last time you hear the two of us yeah. talking about... The Last of the Us. The Last of Us too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so we'll probably... I've got to talk about... Desperados 3, which I've been playing, but uh, we're also going to jump into some news because a fair amount of stuff has happened since we recorded last. Yeah. And then... Which is a different thing from the rest of the year. Like, why is it all yeah. changing all of a sudden? It's around E3, so uh, that's what it is. Again, with the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the a prime number. Three is a prime number. Yeah. But it's zero because it's not. A yeah, thing. it's not even happening. Um, and like, so obviously, if you listen to the last episode, you would have heard our review for The Last of Us, I, Last of Us Part Two. I gave it a four out of five. You gave like it a four, four and a half, half out of yeah. five. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we were very lucky to receive our review code pre-launch, pre-release of the game. Yeah. Uh, our review was under strict embargo rules. So basically what that means is that we're not allowed to say certain things and you know, they were pretty strict specifically rules. avoid any spoilers, don't yeah. talk about certain things. So um, we're going to knock over a couple of other things first, yeah. like Matt said, we're talk some about news, uh, and then we're going to jump into a bit of a, a chat about the story and some of the mechanics. And yeah, and ex- just expand on our previous review. And as well as uh, go into a bit of spoilers and, and our opinions yeah. on the story. So, so we'll give you a heads up before we get to that bit. Yeah. Hopefully. There'll be a spoiler or, warning. Or so maybe afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. We're, we're funny like that. If you didn't want to hear any of that, rewind by 20 minutes. <laughs> your brain. Yeah, that's what? right. <laughs> anyway, uh, straight into business. Desperados 3. So I got a code for this and I was pretty keen for it. It reminds me... So Desperados is a sort of Wild West, stealth, real-time combat type game. Top-down shooter still? Yeah, it's like isometric style. It reminds me of Commandos. Yep. And they were out around the same kind of time, early mm. 2000s. Yeah. So the the last Desperados game was Desperados 2. And that was, yeah, funny that. Crazy. That was in 2006. So it's been a long time between drinks yeah. for these guys. Sure has been. And uh, that came, I think the... From what I was reading on the net, it was like a 6 out of 10 type game, 6 or 7. So it continues the genre, the classic genre of the Desperados games, which is that you know perfect mix of real-time strategy. Like you can pause the game and pre-program all you guys to go do an action as soon as you unpause it. And it's... A bit like XCOM. Yeah. Okay. Um, but XCOM's kind of even more turn-based, really. Like, it's got that real-time element, but it's a lot more paused, whereas no, you can yeah. play this whole game real-time real if you time. wanted to. Wow. Okay. It would be hard as fuck. Yeah. 
because the game is really quite challenging and um, there's it. So basically, it's a prequel to the series. Mm-hmm. So it's set before Desperados One, and it tells the origin story. Well, so they've made a game that's fifteen years since the second one, and they made it twenty five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. So um, it tells the story of the main character, basically an origin story of the main character, John Cooper, in a quest to avenge his murdered father. Oh. So that's a classic trope. Yeah, uh, it's a great classic Western story that it tells throughout. The game's about. 25 to 30 hours which is a good amount of time mm. and it's got a bit of replayability in it with bonus objectives that you can do after the levels or um, also just trying to go through the levels more stealthily and do different things Yeah, because you get five characters so you control a gang of five bounty hunters and they all have different abilities ranging from one guy's ability one of his abilities is to like throw a coin and it's like a, to distract enemies. Oh, so yeah. you'll throw it and they'll go, hey, what was that? And then you can run up and kill them. Classic. Yeah. But then another character is this voodoo chick who has the ability to link two people so that what she does to one or what happens to one person automatically happens to the other person, oh. even if they're like way apart from each other. That's cool. So an example is like you can, there's sort of puzzle elements to the levels where you've got a, figure out how you're going to get through stealthily without being noticed. And you can activate things like like a saw or you can like throw your coin at a cow and it kicks its leg right when a guy's walking past it and fucks him up. Nice. And um, you, could, cool. you could use the voodoo person to link like the guy about to get kicked by the cow with someone over the other side, yeah. the cow kicks the guy in the head, busts his head off his shoulders, yeah. and the guy like randomly over this other side, his head just gets popped off as well. <laughs> so it's there's really unique. It's yeah. really unique in that way. So that adds a lot of fun and a lot of, um, yeah, like I said, replayability in how you can try out different ways to get through the different levels. Um, reloading, if you fuck up, is quite quick oh that's good so that's handy and you can quick save just by pressing the touchpad on the controller oh nice so as you're running through you'll do something get through an area. you just tap that and it automatically quick saves that's cool rather than checkpointing so yeah. you're at you're in control of your own saves mm-hmm. and it becomes a like second nature thing to just keep tapping it yeah you know as yeah. you're playing um i don't think i've seen that in any other game as the mechanic for saving yeah like a nice quick save yeah. in that way um, yeah, the game is quite challenging and I feel like fans of real-time stealth strategy absolutely should play this game. It's like a lock. So, yeah, I give that a four and a half out of five. It's fucking real good. Nice. It's a really good game. Yeah. So, yeah. There if you you're go. into that stuff. Yeah, like I said, it gives me that feeling of like, that reminded me of the old days with Commandos and, yeah. and Desperados from the old days. Yeah. You know, you don't really see... For a start, you don't see many Western games. No, really. I mean, and it's a bit more kind of comic Mm reliefy, not fully slapstick, but there's like more funny side, lighthearted shit to it. That's good. Than Red Dead had, for example, which is a Western story that's just deep and serious the Mm -hmm. whole goddamn time and boring. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so it's a pretty interesting one that I would suggest that people go play. Nice. 
Um, so you have been playing another game as well? Yeah, so I started playing Minecraft Dungeons, which I bought for my kids because they love Minecraft, as every kid does. Mm. And um, yeah, it's basically Minecraft Diablo. Oh, it has like different dungeons that you go to, hence the name. Oh yeah, makes sense. And so each one has a difficulty sort of bar. When you go to select the level, you can it's like a slider to set the difficulty based mm-hmm. on and it like tells you what your current gear score or what your team's gear score is and then tells you what that difficulty would require oh, so you yeah. can go easier or slightly harder yeah but it has like a range so you could go like ultra hard and then just try to struggle through it yeah. but on top of that it also has an overarching difficulty as well mm-hmm. so you you play it on normal and you beat it and then you have to play it on harder to unlock the apocalyptic difficulty mode so it's very diablo in that way yeah yeah and it's also very diablo in that as you play through you'll get drops of loot and stuff like that and there's uh, a sort of hub area called the camp that has two vendors that one will sell you these little like they're like trinkets that you can wear that do special abilities Mm -hmm. and the other one sells weapons and armor yeah but the way that they sell them is that it's just like a randomized loot generator so the trinket one you pay like 200 emeralds which is the money and it gives you a random one and it might be common it might be unique it might be a piece of shit Um, it might be something you've already got and the other guy is the same but for um, it's like 100 emeralds and you get either a weapon or a piece of armor and so the same way that Diablo is where you basically playing it to get loot to be able to be strong enough to get through the next bit Mm -hmm. and then once you've finished the game you want to replay it on the higher difficulties so it's very Diablo in that way but on a Mm. much more lower scale of um, I mean it's a a kid's version of Diablo so it's it's kiddie in that it doesn't have the gore and stuff and that it's Minecraft style but it's also kid like the systems in Diablo you know, in your armor, you've got like 25 pieces yeah, exactly. or something. Yeah. Whereas this is like you get a ranged weapon, a melee weapon, and one armor. Okay. And yeah. then you get three slots for your little trinket things. Yeah. And so it's all very simple. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's really fun, and the kids are enjoying it a lot. Yeah. They keep hustling me to play more of it with them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I'm not going nice. to give it a score or anything. Yeah. Well, I guess I could. Um, if you it's not really. I don't really see any problems with it. I mean, they've been playing a fair bit of it because school holidays at the moment. Yeah. Um, I haven't played that much of it, but I've been watching them play it. I'd probably say. I'd probably give it like a four out of five. I think wow. it's it's got DLC coming mm-hmm. that'll add more areas. Yep. Uh, but what it has is a nice, pretty good range. There's a few odd bugs like enemies will there'll be gates that pop up to block your access to another area as waves of enemies spawn and you have to kill all of the enemies before the gate drops and sometimes the enemies will like fall off the edge and be on like a place where you have to really search for the right point of view to be able to go through like the invisible walls Mm -hmm. because you've got a ranged weapon but if you're shooting this guy might be like on a roof of a building that's over a chasm yeah but you can't shoot over the chasm because there's like a tiny rock wall in the oh, way yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you've got to move around or yeah. like use your you've got a, like a tumble like a forward roll mm-hmm. that you can use to get through stuff 
and that's just it's not like a game design thing it's yeah. a fucking bug that, yeah. or a glitch that you're just trying to deal with yeah. and you can't progress unless you do that or if your character gets stuck and things like that stuck on a rock so there mm. is a bit of that kind of stuff which is frustrating yeah but but all in all it sounds pretty solid yeah and it convinces the kids it's it's a bit of a challenge for the kids because usually you can find the way to get through it yeah by searching for a point of view mm-hmm. or you can just die and restart that's but, always possible. Yeah, so probably a four out of five for that. Yeah, nice. Cool. So as you mentioned around the E3, there's actually been a fair bit of info coming out on, on some new game releases and things like that. Mm. So the last episode we had the PS5 reveal. Yeah. Which was huge. Mm. Um, and like sort of building on that, they obviously revealed um, Horizon Forbidden West. Yes. So we got a yeah. bit, a little bit more info about that. I don't know if, how much we talked about Spider-Man Miles Morales on the last episode. A bit. Yeah? Yeah. So we covered how that's like a standalone game, but yeah. it's like an expansion. expansion. Yep. Only half as long. Cool. Yeah. So Horizon Forbidden West is a full game. Mm. Uh, it's going to be 2021, so it'll be launch window, not launch. Yeah. And they said that the map is basically the size of America from Utah to the Pacific Ocean which is a pretty... Rich, it's, I think yeah. that's like three or four states wide. Wow. Or something like that. I don't know America very well. <laughs> but I think it's about two or three states. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fast travel will be almost, quote, almost instantaneous with, quote, virtually no loading screens. So there's going to be like brief... Yeah. Brief a, sort a of loads. Or yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. You can, yeah. you can quite easily mask that with a, a quick graphic... Yeah, which is easy better than like a forty second. Go and make yourself a cup of coffee. Yeah, on a have break. a shit. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Build a, an IKEA product, <laughs> um, like some games have. But yeah. yeah, so speaking of load times, I was watching today. Just to sidetrack, I was watching the, the making of God of War, the new yep. God of War, and. I'd kind of forgotten about that because it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago. And that game had the single shot cinematic style. Mm -hmm. So there was no loading like the whole game. Yeah. You just played it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just feel like that game, I mean, it's pretty well critically received. Yeah. Yeah. But I still feel like people aren't appreciating (laughs) it. I feel like that's almost probably the best game of this generation, I think. It's definitely up there. Yeah. I, like I think it'd be for top five story mechanics for you know game yeah. design nearly everything it yeah. actually is tens across yeah. the board yeah it was yeah. just a fantastic game yeah anyway um, in the last day or so we had the announcement of the um, the PS Plus games for July mm. and this is the is it the ten year anniversary yeah so it's ten PS years Plus? since they kicked off PlayStation Plus and you can still find people to this day, on the PlayStation blog, bitching about how it's not worth the money. And to be honest, they've got a shit ton of my money. Yeah. For I'm the better part it. of eight or nine years. I've been since day one. Yeah. I'm a day one plusser. <laughs> Mother plusser. <laughs> Plus size guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, this time they've, um, they're giving away the NBA 2K20. Yep, so that's a piece of shit. Yep. Next. Exactly. <laughs> it's great if you want to spend more money that's right. than get the it $60 for free. of PS Plus. Yeah. You can get the game for free 
and then, and then it justifies. Well, it just that way they can justify. They're like, well, you didn't pay for the game, so yeah. why don't you just give us your credit card details? And I kind of get that. Like the game itself yeah. is not too bad. I actually heard a rumor uh, yesterday or the day before that um, the twenty twenty one version of it yeah. will be coming out in you know, September October, which mm-hmm. is normal for the release. Yeah. Um, but they've done a hell of a lot of work on trying to pull it back to about 2017-18 version. Yeah, good. Which is awesome. In terms of microtransactions yeah, or just the whole well, game? Well, that's all they really said about it. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's to do with microtransactions mm. and gameplay because the gameplay of the 18-19 versions Yeah, that was the ones where stunning. you and I both were playing a fair yeah. amount of it. Yeah. Um, but I think... So... I don't... Like, uh, from what I've seen, we're not the only ones... Talking no. shit about NBA 2K20 no. because of the microtransactions. Well, I mean, the game has been offered at very low prices for quite a while now. Yeah. You know, and normally these kind of games, they will come out to a huge fanfare and then within six months you'll start seeing a few drops in prices. Yeah. But this was like bargain basement after fucking a month. Yeah, and you know? I saw on the blog post for this PlayStation Plus thing, I saw people being like, wow, pretty rich of you guys to do this when it was like a couple of bucks on the sale a month yeah, ago. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I do hope that 2K have taken note a little bit. I hope so too, yeah. Because, I mean, it's still a fantastic game. Yeah. You know, and especially at the moment when people are, you know, they're locked in their houses still, they're, they're, mm. they're crying for the NBA to restart. They're getting um, 10 grand from... Government, yeah, lots of good reasons to, to spend up. Yeah, play the mm. po- you can't play the pokies at the pub, so why not play them on NBA Two K Twenty? That's right. Yeah. They should. That's how they should advertise it. True. Pubs um, are opening again in like a couple of days. Yeah, Friday. So yeah. they need to hurry up. And Twelve o'clock. Start pushing, yeah. which is cool. Oh, get um, down there. Yeah, mate. Win a meat tray. <laughs> get a trailer of meat. <laughs> anyway, so so um, also they've there was two uh, other games that they yeah, announced. Rise Plus. of the Tomb Raider and Erica. Rise of the Tomb Raider was the that was the one that was the Xbox first, first yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, timed exclusive. Yeah, so a, well, yeah. that's a really good game. Yeah, fantastic. Both games were great. Yeah, well, yeah. they had Tomb Raider, and then was it Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then Shadow? Yeah, I think of so. the Tomb Raider or something yeah. like that. But yeah, and then the third game is Erica, which is like their bonus ten year anniversary game. Mm. And uh, yeah, Erica, we reviewed that on episode one hundred and forty eight of the DBG mm. podcast. If you want to pause now and go back and listen to it. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Thanks for yeah. thanks for that. Um, well timed. Yeah, so we gave it a four out of five. As um, you know. Interactive movie <laughs> with really good performances. Like, just, I really enjoyed it. It's short. It's a VR it was, game, you know? Uh, no, I don't think it's VR. I think right. it was just an interactive movie. Yeah. Um, really good p- character performances, like actor performances, strong script, and it used PlayLink controls with your phone, so probably not VR. Yeah, probably not. You could use a DualShock, but you could also use a PlayLink app. Yeah. <clears throat> and doing that, they they had a really innovative control method using that app because you can take away... You can put the player more into the movie experience if they're not holding an actual gaming controller. yeah. yeah. Because it's still and, a phone, but it's normal, like... They're just holding their phone, like they yeah, do 24 hours a day. Exactly, but mm. you can put on a full-screen phone, like a nice, something that matches the tone of the movie. Yeah. And so they really nailed that with that game. So, so there I you mean, go. it's free, so you can go and fucking check it out. Give it a go. Uh, 
Other news, Microsoft killed their Twitch competitor app Mixer. Mm. Or like quite suddenly, they didn't even tell the staff. Yeah. they the, the staff of Mixer found out the same exact time that the public found out that they were losing their jobs. And interestingly... It's a bit harsh. I mean, there was uh, Ninja, the streamer. Mm-hmm. He got offered like $30 million by Microsoft to be exclusive to Mixer yeah. and to leave Twitch. So face, Facebook Gaming offered him at least double that, $60 million, to go and exclusively be on Facebook Gaming, which is their new gaming streaming thing. Yep. And he knocked it back because he wants to be able to Damn. go wherever. But she's calling I'm, him now. Well, I'm wondering if... Um, I was talking to Carl about this, and my opinion is I don't know very much about Twitch streaming or anything like that, but I do know that a brand is quite valuable, mm. and Ninja had a really good brand on Twitch, yeah. And then he went to Mixer, and I feel like make, maybe making that move damaged his brand. Mm. Um, but then again, he made $30 million out of it, so maybe it was stance. worth it. Yeah. And he can always rebuild his his brand. I mean, as soon as he's back on Twitch, everyone was probably like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you're Ninja's back. back. So, How do we know? We're not supposed to know <laughs> that Ninja's anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Why can't he... We, He's, we can see him, <laughs> but, um, it's interesting that Facebook gaming did that because the other interesting thing about the mixer, like shutdown was that all of the users from mixer were transferred by Microsoft over to Facebook gaming automatically, hmm. which, um, I don't know. I haven't read up too much about it, but just, yeah. it seems interesting that yeah. that's the choice they so, made. And I'm wondering if there's any deals or any kind of follow-up to that mm. when the Xbox Series X comes out with them focusing on Facebook gaming, maybe putting it one notch above Twitch or something like that. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe Facebook paid it out, Microsoft to close down or something. Yeah, potentially. It's but not yeah. like they're struggling for cash. Can't watch this space on that one, I think. Yeah. And there's been a bit of a resurgence in the Me Too movement. Yeah, in so... In the gaming community. I mean, we all know that the video game industry is pretty misogynistic and very heavily weighted towards dudes. And um, Except this podcast. I mean, we're surrounded by chicks. Yeah. <laughs> that was extremely terribly bad joke. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so there's a bit of a reckoning happening at the moment, mostly on Twitter, which mm. we kind of don't follow along with too much. But it's no. it seems to be mainly focused a lot on... There's some journos that are being outed for sexual abuse and, and harassment and stuff like that. Good. But a, a large number of it is Twitch streamers. So there's a lot of situations that I've read about where like women are being taken advantage of where they're like, the guy will be like, oh yeah, I'll let you stream out of my house and use all my equipment and you just have to pay me via oh. favours. Right. And it's like really manipulative mm-hmm. and they do it in a way where they like gaslight them into thinking that they're worthless without the support of the guy. It's like a classic abusive relationship yeah. type situation. But, um, well then yeah. they should be, uh, you know, brought into the public and yeah. And so there's a lot of to death. <laughs> yeah. There is a Basically. lot of, um, mm-hmm. there is a lot of like a large number of people. It was like a flood of just like, Oh yeah, that guy did that shit to me too. And then like, yeah. you know, just, Lots of people getting called out for their shitty behavior. So that's always good. And yeah. it's good to see the video game industry making some moves in the right direction Definitely. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, me too. I agree. Um, a few more reveals. 
uh, uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah, so that got leaked mm. just like a week before EA were going to do their EA Play E3 thing. Yeah. So then they were like, let's get the jump on this leak. Revealed it, like did a reveal trailer for it. And we're like, yeah, this is a great new game. Look for more at the EA Play thing. And then they did their EA Play and they showed a bunch of gameplay of it and all this kind mm. of bullshit. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if it took the wind out of their wings a little bit <laughs> doing that. Because EA, like notoriously, is the most boring E3 oh, press yeah. conference. It's yeah. like, let's roll out some numbers, mm-hmm. some talking heads. Yeah. Let's get some fucking athlete who, you know, I remember when they got Pele on oh, to yeah, talk about FIFA. Right. Yeah. And it was just boring. awkward and boring. Yeah. Like there's the, this fucking guy's interviewing or just talking to Pele about. Yeah. And he's like, I don't play video games. Yeah. I kick a ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful game. Your game is not a beautiful game. That's right. Going outside is the beautiful. <laughs> so it's always FIFA, Madden. Um, they showed off the EA Originals stuff a bit more. The guy who was like, fuck the Oscars or oh, whatever. Yeah, that yeah. guy who made, um, what was that game? The two-player one where you're in jail? Yeah, and you had to help A Way out. out. A Way Out, yeah. Yeah, that we played that was like middling. Yeah. But it was good. Because it was entertaining, different. but It was good because of co-op. Co-op yeah. saves a lot of games. Oh, yes. Like Army yeah. of Two, which was a series also by EA, yeah. was a two-player um, shooter game mm. where you could do like back to back where you'd both press a button at the same time and your characters would be like a cutscene t- sort of half cutscene where you'd go back to back and just spray bullets of people yeah. so ridiculous but I played that co-op with all three games with I played Corey. co-op with Corey yeah. and it was just fucking awesome yeah. so but that game was not great <laughs> so yeah um, but that, that's a big part of the of games yeah you know, it's the fun you have with the somebody, social side, yeah, of which is good, you know. Mm. Like for me, FIFA is that same kind of a thing. Yeah, you know, I, I enjoy FIFA, but I enjoy it much, much more playing with other people. Yeah. on the couch. Like, yeah, that's right, side by side. And then you can like have that camaraderie and you know that competitiveness and yeah. you know the one-upmanship type thing. And yeah, that, that's a big yeah. part of it. So, Absolutely, yeah, it makes so, a big difference. Yeah, so that guy who'd made a way out showed his new game called It Takes Two. Oh yeah, um, and, and there was another couple of games that they showed off. The Star Wars Squadrons uh, footage that they showed really good, but they also announced that the game has cross-play support across all platforms. Cool. So PC people can play it with PS4 people at the same time. Yeah, which is awesome. They also revealed, getting kind of standard now. Yeah, in a lot of games. Yeah. yeah, I think Fortnite was the first one, but it's still like within the last mm. well, six Rocket to twelve League months was doing it. Yeah, but as well. like, I don't know if you could squat up though. I think between like Xbox to PS4. Yeah. Um, but it's re- it's still reasonably rare for that to be the case. I think mm. they do it in COD and stuff like that. Yeah, it's starting do. to be yeah. up there. But um, they revealed that the, the game is in the entirety of the game is playable in VR on PC and PS4, which is cool for people with that. Mm. And if uh, you enjoyed feeling sick. Yeah. yeah, and they also confirmed that FIFA 21 and Madden 21 will have the old buy it on the PS4 or Xbox One, get the next gen upgrade for free. Which is cool. Which, we didn't see this happening the last gen, mm. and it's fucking great. 
I think it's just great, it consu- like helping out consumers. Yeah. And another game that we just found out is going to do that. Oh, one more thing from EA. They had the developers from for Skate come out and be like, we're making a new Skate game. Yeah. Nothing else apart from that. <laughs> so yeah. we've got like five fucking skateboard games coming now. Yeah, exactly. When a year ago, there was none. None for 10 years. Yeah, so yeah. thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm. Fucking dicks. Um <laughs> Two more, actually, there was two more games that got announced for that. Buy the current version, get the next one for free. Yep. One was Avengers, which we saw more gameplay of, and which um, looks kind of interesting, but also kind of meh. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably going to be really, really fun because I have faith in Crystal Dynamics, yeah. who made Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like oh, another fucking superhero thing, yeah. you know, and because I mean. Out of all of the the games that are a superhero game, going back a fair way now, you've got the Batman. Yeah, which were know, all Arkham games. Yeah, Arkham games. They're like great. the the pinnacle. Yeah, of what and, we've and seen. Then really, Spider Man came Spider-Man, out and yeah. just broke through the roof of anything since then. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how this is going to play out because, like, looking at some stills of characters and things like that, mm. it's. It's very cartoony in a way. Yeah. So, and that was what Spider-Man and Batman did really well was they didn't use that cartoony kind of Yeah, base. they made it more like a realistic yeah. type thing. So it'll be interesting to see how it weighs up with that kind of a feel to it. Yeah. They um, they also revealed that the main boss is MODOK, which is uh, like he, he has a bunch of robots that fight for him. And the story is like completely separate from the movie world mm-hmm. the, like the movies of the Avengers yeah. so I think that's probably going to reel me in a little bit more because I kind of I don't mind the the Marvel movies mm. but for the most part I'm just like meh about them Yeah, and people are so fucking crazy about how good they are mm. in their minds Yeah, that it puts me off because people are like oh my god Endgame I still haven't seen Endgame and mm. people are just like don't fucking best movie ever made um it was good but yeah but yeah I just that I don't know it just turns me off it. I'll watch it eventually don't get me wrong mm-hmm. don't fucking send any fucking hate mail any spam but yeah so the Avengers game is gonna be available at the launch of the new consoles which is so cool. mm-hmm. you buy it when it comes out in like September or whatever and then in November when you get your new console you they will download it again they will, yeah, they're going to release the new version, the updated, well, the next gen version on launch day of the new console. Which is pretty good. So that's good. And yeah. then, um, well, I guess the other one is Cyberpunk 2077, which yeah. we kind of knew they were doing that. They've already announced that the game is confirmed to be backwards compatible. So if you buy the PS4 or Xbox One version, you'll be able to play it on your new gen systems. Yeah. It'll just be the older version. Yeah. But then you will also get the upgraded version for free when it comes out. That's pretty good. Now, they my issue with Cyberpunk... I don't know why they'd bother. Uh, because but, I think they want to get the sales of the new... Like, for people who buy, buy only the new console. Yeah. So they'll get the newer version. It's the same with releasing remasters, I guess. Yeah, but doing it almost within the same month or so yeah you know well that's I mean? the like, thing they've delayed the game till November 19th which is literally when I think the systems are going to be out yeah. that day yeah it's, which it's is, certainly you know looking around that time yeah, yeah. which is 
it, it actually shits me if that game doesn't come out with their new gen, like because they consistently are saying the next gen version will not be here until 2021. Mm. But in my mind, I'm like, I fucking hate that they're releasing it on November 19th because if it's within a week yeah. of the new gen consoles, the last thing I want to be playing is a backwards compatible PS4 game on my PS5. Exactly. I want to be playing Spider-Man Miles Morales Ratchet and Clank, whatever other like mm. whatever launch games there are, I will put them above literally any PS4 oh, for game. Sure. Because yeah. you want to be able to test the limits of your new system. Yeah. You don't want to be sitting there playing the fucking two hundred hour game, even if it's the best game ever. Mm. Like you didn't just spend seven hundred and fifty dollars on a PS five to play a to play a PS four game. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. It's like freaking buying a Ferrari and then going, I'll just run down the shops in my Camry. <laughs> like no you will drive the Ferrari literally around the corner of exactly. the servo just to get a fucking ride in it yeah that's right you know so well you um, just mentioned it as well there was a bit of a leak um, well Amazon France put a publication up um, very quickly and then took it down yeah saying that uh, the PS5 will be on sale November 20th for 499 euros yeah it was taken down, like I said, pretty quickly afterwards, and it was shut on by everybody saying, oh, it wasn't real, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it seems um, real. I mean, yeah. it seems reasonable, at least. Yeah. I mean, it, Normally, it, a placeholder is like December 31, not yeah. fucking November 20. That's right. Yeah. So, so it's going to be kind of interesting to see if, if that was just a yeah. whoopsie, or... Based on that, and what we've kind of already thought, my tip now... I don't know. I can't remember what my previous tips were. <laughs> I just changed it. Tips have changed. Um, November twenty for PS five. November nineteenth for the Xbox One. A Ooh. day. A day before. Wow. Now this generation was a week apart. I think. Yeah. And I think it was yeah. in in America the Xbox released second, PS four released first, mm-hmm. but here it was the other way around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. my tip. But I think yeah. With that price of four ninety nine euros, you're looking at around seven fifty Australian. Yeah, at the moment. Um, mm. The cyberpunk stuff. Just to f- jump back to that real quick, they did their Night City Wire, which is what they're calling their sort of live streams to talk about the game. Mm-hmm. They did their first one, revealed a whole bunch of new footage of the game and yeah. and some of the systems and things like that. They revealed that there's like a detective system where you can. It's like plugging into a, the memory of someone and rewinding it and, and being able to like build a scene based mm. on the memories of someone from a wow. chip or something. So that's pretty interesting. They um, they also gave game journos around the world a four-hour preview of the game so people got to go in and play and four hours. Go, yeah. uh, we haven't obviously had that. Which... Oh, they did send us one, but we didn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got The Last of Us Part Two review code and Nearly freaking Forbes... You you posted yeah. a thing saying Forbes, like the giant news yeah. outlet, didn't get, didn't a, get a code. No. So, I mean... And we're they were pretty, pretty shitty. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just because we're in Brisbane that we didn't get to do the cyberpunk thing. I think oh, if we probably. were in Sydney, we yeah. probably would have been, ah. you know, sent a limo or something to go play it. Yeah. Maybe. Um, the last announcement that I thought was worth mentioning was Crash Bandicoot 4. Yeah. So, they announced it and... Um, and they it, gave it a name. A name, yeah. yeah. About time. It's about time, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it'll be out on October 2nd, 2020. Mm. But the interesting thing is that they've confirmed that there's microtransactions in it. Which now, is I weird. haven't gone into the details of it. Actual I just, loot boxes. Yeah, I just... 
<laughs> that you just spin into. Yeah. And then um, you pay ching Yeah. <laughs> instead of pew. I mean, it's made by Toys for Bob, who haven't made a game that doesn't sell you extraneous shit since like 2006, because yeah. they made all of the Skylanders games. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, 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 they did, um, the Insane Trilogy was done by a different company, and then they came in and were like, we'll do the Switch version of that. Yeah. And then they did Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. Oh, there you go. And I think, I feel like that they also did the Spyro remastered. So the Spyro remastered and that Switch version of the Insane Trilogy are the only games that don't require external purchases. So I'm not really surprised that they're like, hey, Activision, we can make you fuckloads more money. Yeah. Um, It does seem like a pretty good way to get in the door. Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. I like money. Yeah, we can all make a lot of money together. (laughs) That's right. My name's Bob. Oh, wait, I'm making toys for Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So anyway, that's going to finish up now on the boring part the newses and all those bits and pieces mm-hmm. the reviewses um, and now we're going to finish our discussion on The Last of Us 2 yep like I said earlier there will be some spoilers now so like entire spoilers yeah of the we're, whole we're going to talk about everything about this game yeah yeah, yeah. Like, so if you do want to listen to it because you've played it stick around if you don't then just listen anyway, because, you know, it's good. <laughs> or you can just come back later. Well, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Bookmark it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, as I said earlier, this will be the last of us two talking about this game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very good. Smashed it out. Right, so, as I said before, the embargo details, it was kind of a weird game to review, and it mm. felt that way based on all the reviews that were out pre-release, because the embargo was up, for reviews on the 12th mm. exactly one week before the release date and so the the internet was flooded with the reviews and they were all either really positive or really negative yeah but they didn't actually explain why yeah exactly because of the strict Embargo requirements rules, yeah. so and part of those rules were things like you couldn't talk about the second half of the game mm. which is a really weird one well it's know, half it's, the fucking game yeah and, and there's straight away that makes you go there's something fucking massive in the last half yeah and they don't want you to talk about it so a bit weird yeah um but there was also you know other little things about like actual details that they said that you're not allowed to talk about yeah so well like the even the intro itself i mean the last of us one had the daughter getting shot by the military mm. and that's what like yeah. Joel kept the watch and like the watch the broken watch shows up in this game as yeah. like a he's remembering his daughter from mm-hmm. like 25 years ago when yeah. she died mm-hmm. um, but that was like a shocking twist or like a key plot moment at least yeah. at the beginning of that game and in this one the flip side of it is Ellie witnessing Joel dying yeah getting fucking a golf game played on his fucking forehead which was pretty full on it was very brutal yeah and like some and of the up things... until that point, the game was fairly similar in a lot of ways. Like it hadn't got to the point where you'd really seen much of a difference in your characters. So you were still kind of going into it with, yeah, they they kind of had a bit of a tiff and stuff like that. But, yeah, you know, they were more kind of still that you know father and daughter kind of relationship yeah. to that point with a bit of like angsty. 
even yeah. though she's like 19 in this game yeah it's a bit of like I want my independence now where they've like they've been in this town Jackson mm. for like four years yeah so living fairly cushy yeah. yeah and Joel has clearly become a more like and you see it in flashbacks throughout they use flashbacks a lot a lot um, and playable flashbacks, like yeah. long periods. Of and flashbacks. some of them are really good, like the one where they go to the museum. Yeah, awesome. There's like no combat in that. Mm. It's just an entire exploration and just like character building between yeah. the two, telling this story. So it uses those flashbacks to sort of explain that Joel, or to show that Joel has kind of settled down from the really violent, crazy dude he was in yeah. the first one. yeah to be this sort of father figure who drinks coffees and, mm-hmm. you know, hangs out and plays guitar. Which, by the way, the guitar stuff is just fucking good. Incredible. The, yeah. Just the mechanic of, like, strumming and playing the notes. There's videos you can go and watch on the net of people playing the songs that they've written, like yeah. fucking musicians. Well, I saw somebody today posted playing Metallica songs. Yeah, which like, is just... it's. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. The, the fact that you have that level of... Yeah, control. control yeah um and the cover of take on me or mm. at the, that she does in the yeah. music store yeah is just so good oh, i yeah. would listen to that on spotify it's <laughs> fucking great yeah but um but i kind of find with this as well yes there's a lot of backstory that they're trying to fill you in from the last one yeah and, and that's what most of it is like there's there's some some scenes where you actually see like the end of the last game as well where there's like yeah. little bits and pieces that are gaps that were missing yeah like salt in the salt lake city hospital yeah 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 but one thing yeah, that the I... reveal of like the the fireflies when they're talking amongst themselves and and marlene's like we shouldn't do this because it's fucked yeah and he's like we have no choice yeah i'm like why do we not have any choice because She's not dying. Mm-hmm. You can wake her up and be like, look, this is how this is going to work. You may die. Yeah. Like their entire, his entire intention is, I'm going to kill this chick. That's right. Whether she likes it or not. Yeah. And so that kind of justifies... Why Joel did what he did. Even though what Joel did completely fucked over the entire human race. Yeah. Like we, when you finish that first game, you're like left torn with yeah. the choices that you've been forced to make. Mm-hmm. But he like, says wow. it well at the end of this one in a... In a you know, cutscene yeah. where he says, I would have done the exact same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And, you know, and that's what we all would have done. Yeah. yeah. But the weight of like, you can understand why people would be pissed at him for what he did. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just, that's that scene of the fireflies with when Marlene's trying to convince Abby's dad to like, at least, you know, tell Joel what's going Mm. on. And then she goes and tells Joel. Yeah. And then Joel murders everyone. Yeah. And and that's Matt's just touched on it. Like a big part of this game is the fact that the doctor who was going to do this is Abby's dad. Yeah. And they had a great relationship. He was a really nice guy. There's an entire cutscene in this where you go and save a baby zebra. Yeah. You know, like it's mum's caught in, in the, the wires that they put up to stop the zombies coming through. Yeah. And um and yeah, they release the dad, it. Yeah. yeah, it goes and releases it. Um, He's just a quality dude. Yeah. And, um, Which kind of didn't fit. And that's one of the things that in this game has me kind of torn in a lot of areas. Like, they use a lot of these cutscenes and the backstory and then going forward again and changing characters and all this kind of shit. 
but not a lot of it actually makes sense. You know, they, they kind of jump around in different pieces yeah. and you, you, you find yourself wondering, how does that bit fit? You yeah. know, and why did this, why the fuck did she go so crazy? Like, I get it, but, yeah. you know, they, they talk about time, you know, heals old wounds, right? Yeah. That never happens in this game. Not for her. No, well, her dad's been dead for six years, seven years. Well, for Abby, it, it happens when she's with the scars, the two Asian scars. Yeah. And she saves their lives. Mm. You see a change in the way that she, because she keeps having flashbacks to Salt Lake City Hospital. Yeah. Where she goes into the room and finds her dad dead on the fucking floor. Yeah. And then after she saves the scars lives, he's alive. When he's she alive. In. Like she walks in, in her little dream and he's there smiling at her. Yeah. And that's like her letting go mm. or, of that pain, internal yeah. pain. Yeah. Because she's, instead of focusing on revenge, she's focused on helping others. Yeah. And I think that's, it's kind of a ham fisted, like they're, they've well, marketed as this thing about revenge. Yeah. And really it's about forgiveness. Mm. But, if you're going to push it as a revenge story, it's really ham-fisted in the way that it does it because of things like that. Yeah. Where... Yeah. Like, like, you see what she does to Joel. Yeah. Which is and, ice cold. Oh, fucking hell. Like, seriously, the... I get it. She would have been angry for years and dreaming of getting her hands on yeah. him and all that kind of and stuff. And not just for her dad, but, like, the Fireflies group that she was in disbanded. Yeah. Humanity was fucked over to death. Yeah. <laughs> By him, yeah. so there's a lot of like built up anger. But then from all of many a sudden, sources. going from that point to the point of her saving those two scars, yeah, in the grand scheme of the story, is not very long. No, it's probably weeks, maybe months at the very most. Yeah, you know, incorporating all the traveling and all the bits that you don't see inside of the game. Yeah, it's not that long. So from going mm. from somebody who was extremely pissed off and angry and wanted fucking murder yeah to caving his head in with a fucking golf club yeah and then walking you know, away spitting on his body and stuff going you know calling him names after he's dead and yeah, shit smell you later yeah and puta <laughs> and you know all that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but and then, then all of a sudden too. a couple of weeks later yeah. she's like I don't know I should save these people you know that's yeah. the way to do it you know I've hated scars and I've she even says to one of them later on I've killed hundreds yeah. scars yeah and it's because like she's like well I think the killing of Joel is what kicks off that change in her in her mind because yeah. like in the moment the rage is white hot yeah and even though it was very premeditated in the way I mean it was premeditated in the way that they travelled across country to get there yeah but when she gets saved by Joel she doesn't reveal who she is she, and you don't even realise what's happening no exactly until mm. like you're back in the place and she's like psych Fuck you. Yeah. Bang. And, um, and like at that, when she, ha she finally has her hands on, and he's antagonizing her. Mm. He's like, fucking just do it. Fuck off. Yeah. And she's like, okay. Beats the living shit out of him. And then I think she struggles with the fact, the same way that kind of Ellie finds that the revenge isn't giving her the answer. Yeah. Um, I think that's Abby with her flashbacks where she's like, I've killed the guy. Why am I still having these fucked up? Mm. dreams and shit like that so I think like having a, a 
basically a life-changing moment like that or like an intense traumatic experience like that Mm -hmm. um, can push you mentally to change quite quickly. Yeah. Because that was the other thing, like, you finished the game about a week or so before I did. Yeah. Um, and you were dying to talk to me about it because yeah. you didn't have anyone else to talk to about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you finished it just before it was released. Yeah. And I, I think I, I finished it on like after. the evening of the launch day. Oh, there you go. So, um, and one of the things that you struggled with so much with this game is that Ellie is just a fucking cold-blooded murderer yeah. with no thought or respect for anyone, yeah. no nothing, and almost no reason for it at all. Yeah, so basically, through the game, right, so she gets to the sort of manor house where Joel gets killed. Yeah. And she's like, no, don't kill him. She gets let to survive. They yeah. leave her to live. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I want to get vengeance. Which in that moment, entirely understandable to be like, I want to go after them. Yeah. But the trip from Jackson to Seattle clearly takes quite a long time. Yeah. Like at least a couple of weeks. Yeah. And Tommy leaves first because of Ellie being like, no, we need to get her. Get that bitch. And Tommy's like, no, you stay here. I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So he goes off immediately. First person that is making yeah. a, a life-changing decision because of Ellie there. So he gives up everything to go after. Yeah, and then Ellie goes, fuck it, let's go anyway. Yeah. Takes Dina, her girlfriend. Yeah. They go on this big journey. She realizes that, like, like throughout, she's just, like, killing anyone that crosses her oh, fucking yeah. path yeah. at all. Just murder, 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 murder. Yeah. And, yeah, there's stealth bits that you can get through without murdering, but there's scenes that you cannot no, that's avoid. Right. yeah where just incredibly horrific, brutal shit happens. Mm. And, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of reviews and stuff that I've seen have talked about when she finally gets to the aquarium and kills the dog and calls it a stupid fucking dog. Yeah. And then kills the Owen and Mel or Meg yeah. or whatever the fuck her name is, the pregnant chick. And then she has this like, oh, what have I done? I killed yeah, a pregnant she, chick. Yeah, she notices That's she's pregnant all comes because crashing her down. girlfriend's pregnant from yeah. her last boyfriend. But just before that, like a little bit before that, I'd kind of been thinking, wow, this is getting a bit ridiculous because they've designed the game so that when you are killing someone, that person is humanized. Yeah. Because their friends call out, oh, Joseph, where are mm. you? Yeah. And oh my God, someone's fucking killed Joseph. Yeah. Or you'll shoot someone in the leg and they'll die screaming in agony yeah. brutally. Mm-hmm. And it's like designed to get a like visceral response from you. Where you're like, fuck, that's brutal. Yeah. And the whole time, Ellie's just like, fuck you, stupid motherfucker. Yeah. You're scum. Like, oh, these guys are sick fucks. And I'm like, you literally just slit someone's fucking throat. Yeah. You're the sick fuck. Yeah. Just like ice cold. She's fucking over her friends. Her friend Dina is like sick as fuck Mm. from being pregnant and having an infection of some description. Yeah. Unknown infection that they magically cure. Yeah. Um... There's a lot of injuries in this where they're like, time passes and injury gone. (laughs) And I'm like, fucking okay. But there's also some parts in this game where Ellie is injured. Yeah. Specifically right at the end. Ellie's very injured. Yeah, she has a kidney missing or something at this point. Yeah, and she's got a full bar of health. 
and all this medicine that you can't take. Yeah, 20-year-old pills yeah. that are magically... And she's like wandering down the beach and she's like nearly passing out and the screen's going blurry and all this other shit's kind of going on. Yet, it's the only time in the game where you can't heal yourself. Yeah. And it's also the only time in the game where you're mortally wounded. Yeah. Yet, have a full bar of health. And then after it, she goes back to the farm, presumably heals along the road. Yeah, I guess. She must find a fucking... A healing tree. Like, she, I think she stitches herself up. Yeah. But, like, if you get... That thing went deep inside. Oh, deep, She's yeah. got, like... You can't just stitch the tree outside. You can't yeah, just stitch. Exactly. But going back to what I was saying, she was very remorseless. Oh, no remorse. Yeah. Irredeemably evil actions, I would fucking say. Mm. Like... The revenge carries you for so long, but if you're on the road on a horse with your girlfriend talking, hanging out for two fucking weeks before you even get there, that rage cools. Oh, yeah. I've wanted revenge on people for shit before, not murder of my fucking dad figure. Yeah. But within a week, it's usually tampered down a bit. To the point where you can see that the you normality. shouldn't slaughter people. Yeah. Um, and she just, like, single-mindedly goes after people mm. and they really frame her as a psychopath. Yeah. And the f- the whole first game is protect her. Yeah. Look after her. Uh, she's a strong person, can get through some stuff, but she, like, needs protecting. Yeah. You see her kill her first person. And then this game's just like, she's a fucking psycho mass murderer. Yeah. And yeah. then, And then they reveal, and this is what fucked it for me, when they reveal that Ellie knew what yeah. Joel did. So there's the flashback where she's in Salt Lake City and she goes in and discovers a fucking tape recorder Yeah, that happens to have the message, like a recording being like, wow, I can't believe, you know, mm. there's no one else. That's, yeah, and that the that's the thing where they yeah. she's like, well, Joel told me there was dozens like yeah. me. Yeah. Confronts well, him. Right at the very, very start of the game, Joel's explaining what he did. Yeah, to Tommy. To, yeah, to Tommy. And Tommy says, holy fuck, man, does she know? Yeah. And he said no. Mm. Which is not true because later, yeah. there's the scene where I don't they think he says, each other. I don't think she, he says, does she know? Because oh, he says, did you tell her? And he says no. Yeah, because I, I think he says no one else really knows. But yeah, it's, it's weird how they do all of that stuff. Mm. But that reveal, I was just like... It was her being like, stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. I don't want to have anything to do with you. You've taken basically taken away my agency as a person to be able to choose my fucking destiny mm. by stealing my reason for being. Yeah. Which is to fucking be the cure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, she had no idea why she was at the hospital or any of that shit. Yeah. Like she had no part in being there. She just knew she had to get there. Well, she knew that she was going there because of her immunity. Yeah, yeah. And that there was going to be tests run and hopefully be torn to in build that, it. In that regard vaccine. too. Yeah. Like knowing years later potentially that I'm only alive because they would have killed me to get the cure. Yeah. Then there's got to be a part of you that kind of goes, well, kind of glad I'm alive. Yeah. You know? But she's like struggling with her own life in yeah. terms of finding her place in the world, which is and, all understandable. And that understandable. kind of fucked me up as well, because if you're given a second chance like that, if you actually find out that, you know, 
you would have been killed in a very humane way at the time compared yeah. to the other shit's going to go. Yeah. Um, that you would have been the saviour, you would have, you know, fuck whatever, you know, yeah. all that shit that goes along with it. But then you're given a second chance to live a life with friends, with family, yeah. in a fairly comfortable environment, which is what Jacksonville was. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. very um, hard to, like, the weight of that yeah. would be on your mind at all times. But the at the fact same that time, you could... you'd actually give life a value. Yeah, but and you... she doesn't yeah. at any fucking point in that game. Yeah. Not her own or, or anyone else's. Yeah. And the only time she actually gives anybody any kind of, like, I guess, emotion in that regard is when Joel dies. Yeah. When the um, the boyfriend dies that is the father of, of her girlfriend's baby. Yeah, yeah, Jesse. And that's kind of it. Only in the farmhouse when it's just her and Dina. And that's yeah. when I was like, oh, this is an okay ending. She's given up on her fucking quest for revenge. I did too. But just to rewind back to that reveal of like... Mm. The argument with Joel, she's like, fuck off, I don't have anything yeah. to do with you. And I'm like, well, why the fuck? Like, no ma- no amount of forgiveness, like, that's going to be on her mind forever. You're saying, like, she was should have lived her life and appreciated life and stuff. But In the whole time, way. you'd be like, I am here yeah. at the cost of literally everyone else's life. Mm. She's in that coffee shop when she sees the two people who died because of the fucking zombie infection that were from Jackson that left yeah. and then the two teenagers yeah. and they died. And you, she's like, like every time you see someone who's died from the infection in your brain, you're like my fault yeah, because I should have died so that all of these people could live and you can never escape that. But also at the same time, there was no guarantee that it would have anyway. Yeah. Well, it's she implied that they were no like, reason. it's implied that they were like, We've no, found- we definitely know how to do it. Yeah. Which is weird, but yeah. it's video games. But yeah, that that bit, I was like, well, how is she so motivated for just to do the horrific shit she's doing? Yeah. If she was even partially, like her relationship was damaged. Mm. And then they do that final cutscene right at the end that is like, maybe I can start maybe learning how to forgive you. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, that's great. And that, you know, provides the motivation for the whole game, but I've just played 30 hours to get to this point yeah. and I've had to play that on faith that Naughty Dog were going to fucking give me a reason for doing all of this. Yeah. But it just felt flat for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't feel like it was enough to justify the fucked up things that she did, including yeah. throwing away her life with Dina. Yeah, which came as a bit of a surprise to me because she was happy. Yeah, you know, in that she was part still where PTSD I, stuff, but yeah, and, and I, I actually text you when I got to that bit, and I'm like, I think I finally fucking finished this game. Yeah, and I was actually at a point where I was like, awesome, because in my head I was going, okay, well, it does leave ground for a third, yeah, potentially, uh, and that could either be, you know, Abby and her getting together at some stage, and burying the hatchet and going, there's something fucking bigger that we have to do yeah. and potentially becoming a team, which would be a great third and ending when to this she, game. Even, and there was another chance for that when she goes and saves Abby. And yeah. she like gets her down and sees how emaciated she is. She's not the fucking buff, That's muscly right. chick she yeah. was. She's 
doing what Joel did for Ellie, which is yeah. saving Lev. Yeah, the little and kid. And being yeah. the carer for this child, yeah. even though they have like a reasonably, like a 15, oh, yeah. 16, whatever. Yeah. Point being, the the comparison of Joel and Abby is very strong throughout the game. It is, really. Yeah. yeah. And um, when they get to the boats and she's like, I don't want to fight you. And it forces you to fight yeah. and like hold her under the water and it's yeah. just grotesque. It was. It's yeah. the most, probably the most brutal scene of any game I've ever played in my life. Mm. And emotionally, just yes. when we get to the boats, I'm like, that's, this is your chance. Yeah. Just go, you know what? I'm yeah. coming with you. We're going to get out of here yeah. together. And I'm going to go back to my family and you've got yours. Well, she lost her family because she was like, Dina was like, if you go, yeah. I won't fucking take you back. But she would have had that opportunity, I think, at that point. Yeah. If she'd gone back home with Abby and Liv yeah. and taken them to her house yeah. and gone, I, I had to go because I needed to save her. Yeah. Then she would have been like, okay, well, I kind of get that. I kind of see that there's a little bit there. Well, she but didn't the know thing, she needed to save her. No, though. of course not. But the other thing that kind of got me as well was she left. They were happy. They had yeah. a little baby. They were looking after it. They had a beautiful house. They had protection. They had a farm. It was pretty you well know. built up. Oh, fuck I was yeah. They'd done a great that, job. <laughs> like, that would have taken a fucking while. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. And the house was nice. Yeah. And then you go on this final mission. Yeah. Doesn't say how long you're gone, but again... It'd have to be a while. You haven't aged a shit ton. Yeah. So I'm talking maybe, what, six to 12 months at yeah, the very, yeah, very yeah. most. Yeah. Um, and I was feeling like in the game it wasn't that long. So yeah. I'm thinking it was four to six months at the most. Yeah. But anyway... how quick you can get across America, where the farm was and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah. Which we don't know. There's no yeah. way of knowing. But anyway... You go off, you do this thing, she gets back to the house, she's still got, you know, issues, so she's still sore yeah. from being hurt. And then all of a sudden the house is just a fucking shit place. And, and like me. twenty years of fucking, you know, <laughs> dust build up and all yeah. the furniture that was there is now ripped and fucked. Like well she took like everything from the whole house was gone. Yeah. Like how the fuck unless it's on the outskirts of Jackson or something, they just had to go down the road. Like, that's a lot of stuff to be carrying yeah. around with a baby. Well, she got mini-movers in, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Post-apocalyptic By the way, Tommy living through and get, get, getting shot in the head. Yeah. Also, back to the first aid in an ap- apocalypse. I don't think you can do surgery on a fucking gunshot wound to the head. Yeah. When there's no In surgeons. a shitty fucking theatre. <laughs> with 20-year-old fucking antibiotics. Yeah, with two people who've just been beaten to a fucking pummel yeah, like yeah. pummeled to death nearly yeah um but yeah like we're kind of running out of time but my general feeling of the game was i couldn't connect with ellie's like just unstoppable mission for revenge yeah. and rage when i when it did the flip to play as abby mm-hmm. my initial response was i can't believe these fucking assholes yeah are humanizing the people that i've been hunting and been demonizing yeah. for fucking 15 hours yeah. but really quickly after that my opinion changed and i was like i actually think abby is the redeemable character here. yeah and it's i mean it's very complex and i'm still torn mm-hmm. because i keep going the story i hate it 
because yeah. I hate that it made me do that fight at the end. Yeah. I hate that I nearly fucking killed Abby, and if I'd have killed Abby at the end, I would have been like, fuck you guys. I'm never playing a game again. Uh, uh, ever. <laughs> That's it. Canceling yeah. the podcast. Um, so there was like there was a lot of decisions that were made by Naughty Dog where I was just like, why? Mm. And I've seen so many, but I've seen so many breakdowns of it. Yeah. That I'm like, you know, looking at the different angles, but I've seen a lot, so many people who are like, I hate Abby. Yeah. And I watched an ending stream from like two weeks ago that they, this like Alana Pierce yeah. um, just released. And it's her as Abby getting to the theater. <clears throat> and she goes, oh, wow, I'm here. I think this is the end. She's like, fuck, I don't want to fucking... When they... When Ellie runs... Yeah. And she... Just after she shot Tommy and Jesse, she goes into the actual theater and that's before that hard fight oh, yeah. happens. Yeah. That's a bullshit fucking yeah, fight, by the way. Yeah. Um, and she's like sitting up behind the chairs in the theater like, I don't want to fucking do this. Yeah. I would rather I shot myself in the head right now and killed Abby. Yeah. Like, still at that point, hating Abby. And I don't get that at all. Because that whole second half is a whole thing about, like, her redeeming herself and saving the unfortunate Mm. scars who were getting hunted for being trans. Yeah. And, like, she's totally the hero of the fucking game. Mm. I don't know how you can get through the whole game and still be like, I hate this person and I would would rather her die than the psychopath killer. Yeah. But I was like... I would rather neither of them die. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. If we can get a peaceful fucking ending here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like my general opinion was I liked Abby more. I thought Ellie was not the character that I think Ellie should have been. Not that I'm the yeah. fucking writer. It's no. none of my business. But what it's she's the it's the as. person in your head that she was. Yeah. And then just to go off the fucking deep end. And mm. I know people can do that, and they can become a psychopathic killer. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But, um, you know, when she she has the life with Dina mm. in the farm. Yeah. And Tommy rocks up from his miracle survival. And he's like, you said when we got back to Jackson, I'll make her pay. Mm. And I'm like, you already made her fucking pay. Exactly. You've killed all her friends, yeah. destroyed her fucking life. And again, she let you live <laughs> twice, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. It's like, third time lucky, let's fucking play a whole new area of the game. Yeah. The game is so long, and there's parts of the game that are literally, like I said to you when I was playing, this makes me feel fatigue for the characters. Yeah. Because you go from point A to point B to point C to point D to point E, with no stop in between, mm. really. And it's just a really extended period of gameplay. Yeah. And I just was like, fuck, I'm so fatigued with this. But now I'm thinking of it, and I'm like, it's actually not fatigue and Mm -hmm. relating to the fatigue of the players it's fatigue with how fucking long and padded the fucking gameplay is and I really enjoyed exploring the world Mm. and I think it was very well made I think the character performances were amazing the script was rough but the performances by the voice actors was just incredible incredible. the fucking facial animation was like one of the things I read said that it vaults the uncanny valley and I'm like that's exactly what it does yeah there's right at the opening when Owen and Abby are talking when Owen's like hey check this out and shows her the village yeah shows her the town and she he reveals to her that his girlfriend's pregnant and you mm-hmm. see her face sort of flush yeah and she sort of half grimaces and then she's like oh that's 
you know, good for you guys, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But like that, you see her go through like four fucking emotions through just from just through yeah. her face, not yeah. through any of her dialogue. Yeah. And that is just a masterpiece mm. of um, visual design yeah. and all that shit. It's like yeah. fucking unreal. So this this game there's is not yeah. too many times in this game as well. Like it does happen. Don't get me wrong, because it's so fucking long. Yeah. There's not too many times in this game where the camera doesn't work. Mm. You know, there's games like this where you're playing along and then all of a sudden you're like, I can't fucking see anything. Yeah. And it does happen in this game, don't get me wrong, but normally that's because you're in a very tight environment and you're often moving your camera. Mm. But the the design of where the camera normally sits is actually really well done. Yeah. You know, it, it's very rare that you kind of get to a point where you're going fuck, there's something wrong here. Yeah, I'm looking at a wall or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and there's also times in this that it does give away things as well. Like, obviously in these kind of games, stealth games in, in particular, mm. um, you're moving along and then the, the background music starts and you're like, okay, I'm getting ready. Yeah, she you pulls know, out a gun. Yeah, or there's, you know, like a quiet section where there's no bad guys and you're just collecting fucking millions of bullets and all that kind yeah, of shit. It's yeah, every like, wow, I'm a lot open. of gear here. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's going to be something fucked around the next corner. Um, but there's also some really obvious flags as well where you're crouching down to get underneath the door or you're, you're jammed between two yeah, broken like walls. Yeah, the old um, squeezing through a fucking two wall. Yeah, thing. and then all of a sudden you're just like, uh, the camera comes in really tight on you and you're just like, Jump I'm going to get fucking, coming. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get grabbed here. My favorite one actually, and like, I don't mind that. Yeah. I think it's totally telegraphed every time, yeah. but it's nice. Mm. Like, it, cause you know, it's coming, yeah. but you're like, oh, this is going to be fucking cool. Cause you know, it's going to be cool. Yeah, that's right. My favorite one is the one just before those teenage, they find the teenagers in that coffee shop. Yep. Where, oh, the clicker. in the hotel. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, no, 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 not the clicker. It was like, they can't get through, so they're going through like the drywall, like yeah, the space. That's right. And yeah, she and hits the comes, pipe, and yeah. a fucking bloater bursts through the wall. Yeah, that was cool. Actually. And you're just like, "Whoa, fuck! I knew this was happening." Yeah. But then every time I went through a gap and there wasn't a jump scare, I was like, "Fuck off!" Disappointing. <laughs> or like you crawl under a bus and you're like, "What's gonna bash me yeah. over the head here?" But there, there was a couple of cool things as well. Like obviously, it's been a long time since the cordyceps had kind of taken you know a hold. Yeah. So there was some. Some new, you know, zombie kind of mm. creatures. The um, level design, I think, was generally like the set piece level design. Yeah, was like really good. That, um, so obviously, keep going. You're talking about the new monsters. Yeah. So there, there was these um, exploding bloaters, which would yeah, kind shambles. of throw throw things, and they um, they had like blistered sores all over them so yeah. that they'd come up and just puff gas like yeah. acid out of But they could shit. also throw them which I thought yeah. was kind of bizarre. Um, they were very dumb though and mm. they'd run from like large sections. There's a place like it's a a uh, restaurant with like a gaming section kind of thing where there's pinballs and all that shit. Yeah. It was quite a large room oh, yeah. and yeah it, it comes at you and it's like a fucking while away and there's oh, yeah, like yeah. pillars in the way that and all is this a kind of shit yeah. and you Another just shambler. kind of got to move around and you know then you can run to another section as yeah. it runs straight past you and, and there's like handy fucking flamethrower fuel just scattered yeah, around the right. arcade yeah. you're like okay <laughs> it was cool a bit bizarre yeah the shamblers are the ones that when they they um, do a puff of 
acid and the the death the death animations yeah. are just oh, grotesque yeah. in this game. But that one I really like because it like they just their skin just blisters up yeah. and they're like, Oh, it's fucking horrific. Yeah. Um but the other new monster that they gave us was a one off. Yeah. And the name, according to the... You can go into and look at the ca- character models and okay. unlock them. Yeah. And you get like a 3D view of the different character models. That one in the hospital basement yeah. is called the Rat King. And it's like an amalgamation uh-huh. of like eight fucking zombies yeah. that are infected that have all ju- like molded together. together. Yeah. And it's weird because they think with like a hive mind. Yeah. And um, it's like insanely oh, difficult and scary as yeah. fuck. <laughs> Really? Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, the, it got me right from the yeah. start because you walk up to this door and you, oh, you, like, hear them. you try and open the door and all of a sudden you hear this like guttural growl from inside the door. And you're yeah. like, even she goes, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then backs away from the door and you're like, oh shit. And then you go and do some exploring and come back and the door's busted Yeah, you open. turn the, generate, the generator for the hospital on yeah. or whatever and then... You come back and yeah, the doors burst open and the whole you can just follow this path of destruction. Just blood this... trail on the ground as yeah. well. Did you see that? And it was like yeah. a nearly a meter thick. where it was, and like you go in that door and you can't go in there because it's yeah. just a massive. It looked like thing a of... birth canal of yeah. death. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but then like that's just great force. Like yeah, um, we, I don't even know the fucking word. It's like when you. You see that massive like path of damage, and you still have no idea what it is. Yeah. And you're just like, "Wow, this is just that foreboding feeling." Yeah, you're just like, "Oh, what yeah. the fuck is yeah. this? It's gonna be fucking nuts." Yeah. And it's good because again, you know that it's gonna be fucked because that whole time you're exploring, you're picking up shotgun shells and <laughs> arrows and yeah. all kinds of shit. Yeah. And you get back to that door, and it's like, "Fuck." <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but, like, we. Like I've talked, I've spoken a bit about my own personal feelings. Like my my playthrough, just for reference, was thirty two and a half hours mm-hmm. for the whole thing. Yeah, um, mine was twenty nine and a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, my main thing is that I really thought Abby was the right character to be playing as. I think The Last of Us Three will probably be Abby. Yeah. Um, if there is one, and um, I just think that. Would she you gets a bad score rap. Um, I think I still, I'll probably make it a four, four and a half to mm. match up with yours because you know the more I read about it, I can see what they're going for with the yeah. story, mm-hmm. but I still am totally like Ellie's a fucking piece of shit, and oh, I yeah. do not appreciate that they've turned her into that. Yeah, yeah, I and, agree. You know, she leaves the she leaves the guitar at the end, and I know she had two fingers bitten off yeah. that are like her cord, yeah, holding mm-hmm. fingers. But she could learn to play left-handed. Yeah, true. The last thing that Joel gave her, mm. and she just abandons it yeah. because it's too hard to learn to play left-handed. Yeah, it's like it's symbolic. But mm. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. For a start, you have a whole house. Why instead of fucking off, why don't you just have a nap? At yeah, least? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wash up <laughs> with a bucket of something. Go, See if there's a sheep yeah. still around somewhere to have a dinner. Yeah. You know, spend the night in the giant fenced compound. That's right. Not that obviously hasn't been overrun. Um, just abandoned. Yeah. But yeah, my... Yeah. You can piece together... I don't know, I've kind of jumped back and forth, but you can piece together my opinion of the game. Mm. I think from a technical standpoint, it's exceptional. The sound design I had issues with, we've talked yeah. about. 
and um, the length I think it was, I think it was bloated. I do, and too. the pacing was yeah. not good. That was one thing that I, I really found difficult, and I'm going to stick with my score of four and a half. I can't remember any other game that I've thought of so much since I finished. Mm. So I. You know, there, there are some negatives. Like I said, the length of this game is too long. You know, yeah. it didn't need to be that long. There was about two or three sections in it where I thought, I'm finished. Thank yeah. God, I'm finished. Yeah. And then it's like, no, 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 there's a bit more. No, and, no, no. And, and even more. sections where you're just like, am, am I at the fucking destination yet? Like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Particularly Abby's when she's trying to make it to the aquarium to find yeah. Owen. Yeah. And it just goes for fucking ever. And yeah, you have these massive fights and yeah. like... You fall into a house when Lev and Yara, the Scars, escape, but you get stuck in there. Yeah. And there's like two shamblers and five oh, clickers. Yeah, and it's just fucking. You yeah. get through that and you're like, okay, cool, I got through it. And then you're like, nope. An entire like shipping yard. Yeah. And then you do the ferry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's there like so many sections all in a row where I'm just like, oh, you know, and it's filled with cool story stuff with yeah. notes you can find and yeah. shit. But but still. I actually, anyway. I, I had a question, and I don't know if anybody's got to this or, or not, but I, as with the first game, I played through this checking fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Every desk, every surface, every fucking part of the game that I could check, yeah. I checked until probably halfway through Abby's, and then I was like, fuck this, I just wanted to yeah, finish. Yeah, I just want to finish the game. Um, I'd be really interested to know, if you didn't touch any of the notes as Ellie... Does Abby come across them during her playthrough of some of those sections? No, I'd be interested to find out because yeah. I thought that that'd be kind of cool. You know, because there you, are parts of You don't of it, really double up on many not areas. A, not a lot of sections, but I'm sure there's some parts that you get to and you're like, hey, I've mm-hmm. been here. Like even the hospital, you, you play different areas. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. That hospital scene when Ellie, it's implied that Ellie... Torches, torches Nora. Yeah, yeah. That was like a key moment for me as well, where I was like, Nora did nothing yeah. to you. She was yeah. just a member of that group. She if didn't... anything, she saved you because she was one of the ones going, no, leave her alone. Yeah. Yeah, let her live. And so she, like, Nora was going to die anyway. Yeah. But, mm. like, she made her dying moments be Horrendous. being tortured yeah. by, like, a horrific fucking vision of death. Yeah. You but know. that was the other thing as well. That cut scene, or that scene of you killing her, yeah. was really badly executed. Because yeah, I didn't they, know... That it's like very subtly implied that yeah. she tortures. Because all of a sudden you're like, press X to beat the fuck out of her. And you, you go, you're like, I don't swing want a to. pipe or something at her. Yeah, and then you're like, I don't want to, but you have no choice. So you mm-hmm. press the X and it fucking hits her. And fades to black immediately. Well, it does it like three times. I hit her a couple of times. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... It fades to black. And you're back at the And you theater. think to yourself, well, that would have fucking killed anybody hitting the head three times with a pipe. Yeah, yeah, it would have been fucking yeah. dead. But then all of a sudden she goes back and starts talking about all the shit she found out because she the tortured the shit and out stuff, of yeah. Yeah, and it's like, hang on a sec. None of that happened. Yeah, you don't so see it. So I was it. kind of confused for a bit. It's weird that they don't show you that torture scene, but they'll show you every other torture yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, look, we could talk about this for fucking hours. Because this may not be the last of us two talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Definitely, uh, you know, we're going to talk about it more off air. But, yeah. um, you know, we'd love to hear what everybody else's thoughts are on this game. Yeah. If you've seen bits of it that 
you think are different to what we've talked about and changed your thoughts on where we're at, uh, we'd love to know. And I definitely think that I've changed people's minds and I kind of feel bad about it. Like, for example, Carl is yeah. still playing through it because he's obsessed with the photo mode, oh, which yeah. is awesome. Oh, he's he's sending us some really photos. cool shots. Yeah. But he's complaining about Abby because he just doesn't like her as a character. Yeah. Which is fine to each their own. I think it doesn't do justice to the story to do that, yeah. but to each their own. Yeah. But he um he's talking about the comparison of Abby and Ellie and I started going into my reasons why I thought Ellie was a piece of shit. Yeah. And if you didn't already think that way, you may not have that opinion. Yeah. So I have just changed his opinion of the game mm. and his entire understanding of how the story flows yeah. is now altered because I've told him that yeah so even though he'd seen all the same things it was just a different perspective on how they played out like i was like no that was a fucked up thing she did Mm. and he's like oh yeah the dog calling the dog the stupid motherfucker or stupid dumb dog or whatever and i'm like yeah look even before that like she did all these other things that are just fucking irredeemable and evil Mm. and you didn't like, even notice. You don't notice it because you're in this mindset of like, yep, she's got to get revenge. Okay, yeah. cool. But if you actually stop and go, fuck, yeah. think about what you're doing. People are screaming. Like every time I shot someone in the leg or whatever, yeah. and they, where they didn't die instantly. And they scream. And they scream. Yeah. It's like a fucking real... It's harsh. Pain scream. Yeah. 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 I was just like, how do you not notice that? <laughs> you just close your ears to that yeah. shit. That's but, right. Yeah, so I kind of feel bad about manip- like changing people's opinions in that way. Yeah. I think you need to play the game in complete, like a bubble. Yeah, isolation from everything, yeah. And then get your opinion. So yeah. we're kind well, of Well, I did that because you sent that. me a couple of things after I'd finished going, watch this or you know, read yeah. this, there's some explanations and stuff. And I'm like, I don't fucking want to because yeah. I hadn't processed it yet. Yeah. And now I'm at the point now that we've sat down and had a really good conversation a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and I've really tried to piece together my feelings of the game. Now I'm happy to go and listen to other people's opinions. Yeah, and, go, and see what other people think. Yeah, what did I miss? What did I not mm. get to? Or what did I just completely disregard? Yeah, and it's, so, I mean, it's very nuanced. Yeah. And like the whole point is that it's one of those things where they're like, oh, maybe you just didn't get it because you're not as fucking... Emotionally, you know... Yeah, you you don't enlightened. I don't know. There's because there's always in all art there is a there's a meaning that you take from it, and oh, what yeah. you take from it is different from what Joe Blow takes from it. Yeah, you know, everyone has a different opinion, and I can look at it and go, I think she's a fucking psycho mm. who is irredeemable and does fucked up shit, and Abby's way better and deserves to live, and Ellie deserves to be fucking punched in the head 20 times <laughs> and then someone else can be like no because you know if you understand vengeance and forgiveness and mm. you know this was what that scene with Joel really meant yeah. and all this kind of stuff and you go mm, yeah I can kind of see that yeah um, and it still hasn't been enough to change my opinion that Ellie what Ellie did and what we were forced to do yeah as Ellie was fucked mm-hmm. but um it does give me a better understanding of how other people see it. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'm not as fucking smart in, in sort of breaking down that kind of stuff because I don't, like, watch fucking deep and meaningful movies and, yeah. and you know... Put on black and white. Like surface. Inception or something like that, but not Inception. Like, yeah. Inception, if it wasn't... Like, Inception is like the fucking 
layman's version of what an Inception movie should be. Yeah, exactly. you know, it's like yeah. the, the easy mode. It was mode. made for Americans. They have to spell it out yeah. all the way through. There's lots of movies, obviously, that have like really deep meanings and they're thinkers. Yeah, but most of the movies I watch are fucking Adam Sandler. Yeah, and exactly. Will Ferrell yeah. And like, or I Toy Story, just funny <laughs> shit and kids yeah. movies and stuff like that. Yeah, you know the fucking the theme of Moana is not a very fucking complex no. theme. It's yeah. like, do the right thing and don't steal the heart of Tafiti. <laughs> you know? I'm glad you learned that. Like, all of well the done. Pixar ones are just yeah. like, they're very basic moral lessons. Yeah. yeah. And it's usually don't be a dick. Um, usually. You know, they don't go yeah. into the nuanced level that yeah. a lot of, like, really... And they're the kind of movies that get, like, a 5 out of they're 10. They're not an art house movie. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, and this is a very head? art housey type game mm. in that way. Yeah, you can enjoy it for the. It's just a thinking the, person's game. Yeah, mm. and but I I'm enjoying it, but I would I mean, really I enjoyed it. I'd really like to hear some other people's thoughts on it. Mm. Um, so if you do have some thoughts, or you'd like to make any comments on what we've spoken about, probably don't post comments on Facebook at, at yeah, this point. I still want to avoid point. spoilers. But really. you can email us at podcast at dropbeargaming or you can hit us up on Messenger. Send us a, a private message to the Drop Bear Gaming page. Yeah, more than and we likely can, we'll get we can that. have a chat about that yeah. on there. Because, yeah, it is interesting and we don't want to ruin this for other people. It is still in my mind up to this point by far game of the year. Yeah, And I, I don't I want mean, to ruin that. there hasn't been any good games this year. That's so very true. Bar, yeah. But, yeah. but it's, it's, it is a masterpiece in many, many ways. and I think it deserves to be talked about you need yeah. I think you really need to talk about it after playing it yeah even just to unpack how fucked up the shit you've just done is yeah but it's yeah it's one of those things where you've got to you know you come out of the cinema and you've got to immediately talk to someone yeah about that's it. right yeah. you know sit down for a cup of coffee so more than happy to receive comments on it but not public comments on posts please yeah, yeah. so anyway since we've done the email address that's our cue to wrap up Um, so we are going to wrap up now we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk to you a little bit more we Um, hope you've enjoyed the show we do we hope we've uh, helped in some way with the slight echo issue we had last week um, or last fortnight so yeah anyway thank you very much for listening we will talk to you again soon see ya bye